Those Two Jerks is brought to you in part by Maverick Group, Maverick Group Experiential Technology. Need some nerds? Let's build something awesome together. Maverick. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Those Two Jerks, episode 125. I am your host, the Tom Alexander. Joining me as always, the Sussman, Rick Sussman. Hi, Rick. Hi, Tom. 125 of these. Yeah, and that's not counting all the mini-sodes and specials. I think we're well into the 130s at that point if you count all that. Like, okay, wait a minute, wait, stop. Not counting all the mini-sodes and... F- okay, so first of all, there's been like six mini-sodes. All right, yeah. Maybe. And there's maybe. been, there's been uh, a couple of specials. So uh, that's eight. So we're in the 130. <laughs> we're technically, we've done a, over 130 of these, but the numbering, it's only 125. Because remember, we have annuals. You know, like the like the year in review show and the mini sods, which uh, we've done, like the Comic Con special and the draft special, or and there's the oh the drafts, oh the draft special, yeah. oh what a what a fabulous the, night that was, the fantasy football I could, special. I couldn't have been more wrong about Johnny Manziel. Ah, good for me. <laughs> Are you being sarcastic there, or? No, I was right. I, I, in in the last two seconds, I was right. I could not have been more wrong about Johnny Manziel. Oh, did you predict he was going to do really well? I wanted the Vikings to take him. Remember, I was losing oh. my mind that the Vikings wouldn't do it. Well, did the Vikings didn't the Vikings take Teddy Bridgewater instead? Yeah, they they took Teddy Game Manager that year. That's he what did happened. all right. He did all right till he got hurt. He got hurt doing nothing. He didn't get. He got hurt in practice. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, you know, it was a non-contact injury. Yeah, it's so what? So what? Hey, he's going to be great next year when he starts for them. Because yeah, you know that's happening. Like, like Case, Keenum, Case Keenum's gone. He gone. And, and Sam Bradford probably going to be traded somewhere. Who's going to take that? All right, whatever. We got I know. There are teams that would take him. There are teams that would take. Like, the Buffalo Bills would love to have Sam Bradford at this point. Oh, God. Well, I'm, I guess we might as well just get to yeah, the, uh, the cauldron. <laughs> All right, so we are coming to you on the morning of Saturday, January 13th, 2018. And uh, all right, so real quick, the big story still that had so many people talking all week was the college football national championship or the consolation game that occurred on Monday night <laughs> between Alabama and Georgia. And the amazing finish to that game, which I saw only in highlights because the national championship happened on January 1st and I didn't need to watch the consolation game. Um, oh, I'll, I'll add a little addendum to that. I'm not staying up to midnight on a Monday to watch a college football game. Sorry. You are so old. No, you know what? No, no, no. Screw that. It has nothing to do with me being old guy Rick here. And I'll admit to being old guy Rick at, on, on occasion that. That's fine. I'm not above that. I'm just not going to stay up to that late. Oh, my. It's an East Coast game, for God's sake. <laughs> yeah, but they have to have it in, you know, in the prime time, like Monday Night Football, which regularly goes until 1230 or 1 o'clock. I mean, yes, but also, Jesus, leave me alone. I just want to go to bed. <laughs> I just, I just want to go to bed. So, uh, but aside from that absolute fact no i wasn't watching the national championship game because it wasn't a national championship game it was the game decided by a bunch of people yes. to be called the national it championship the college game, football so. playoff invitational championship game 
Yeah, I mean, look, you know, this week it was confirmed that UCF absolutely is a national champion. Whether you like it or not, you can't deny it anymore. And why is that, Tom? Well, Alabama fan, it is because... Nice. Because I, Alabama fans have been bitching, oh, it's not a, it's a, you know, I'll, I'll explain in a minute. But anyway, the Kali Matrix, which is a computer poll that used to be part of the BCS and is still recognized by the NCAA as an official major selector of the football national champion, ranked, has UCF at number one and Alabama at number two. So UCF is the Kali Matrix's national champion. After all the games are played and it's all said and done, they are the national champion, uh, according to the Collie Matrix. And what people don't realize is that the, the, the NCAA in every other sport awards the national title. So when you win in basketball, when you win the big dance, that that trophy comes from the NCAA. The NCAA logo is on it. It is fr officially from the governing body of the college sports. In football, that is not the case. Football, the ch national championships are awarded by all of these what they call major selectors. So there's the Associated Press, the AP poll. There's the uh, American Football Coaches Association, which is the coaches poll. And that's the trophy uh, that uh, comes from, uh, used to come from, uh, go to the BCS champion, was the, co the football coaches trophy, the big crystal football. Um, and now there's the college football playoff trophy. But there's all these other polls and computer polls and all these things that are allowed by the NCAA to award a, an official football national championship. There's no one championship awarded by the NCAA for that sport. So one of the championships has been awarded officially to the University of Central Florida. That's it. That We're done. That's it, right. That, Alabama it. may have won all the others, but they, they are not the undisputed champion. They're not. Because They're there's not. an official championship that went to UCF. So all of the crying and all of the no and all of the play better schedules and any other mouth breathing absolute horseshit that you can possibly imagine, it's now done. It's over. Right. It's over. All of the bless their hearts coming from Alabama fans. And uh, when Scott Frost uh, criticized Nick Saban's uh, use of their freshman quarterback from Hawaii, who threw that winning touchdown pass, uh, the Alabama fans who said, win a legit recognized national championship before you criticize Saban, um, can suck it because he did win a legit recognized national championship, just not the one that ESPN puts on television. Right, and that's important And that's to what mention. this is about, because ESPN... Exactly. ESPN is the largest uh, media entity covering college football. They own the SEC network, the Longhorn network, lots of like a lot of these other. Uh, they have deals with most of the major conference, all the major conferences, and most of the uh, group of five conferences. So ESPN has a vested interest in talking up the teams that are going to get into the playoff, and ESPN has a vested interest in promoting teams for the playoff that will generate big television ratings for ESPN come playoff time. So, of course, ESPN is not going to cover UCF as much as it may be deserved this year because they don't have a vested financial interest 
in UCF being part of the playoff. Because, let's be honest, UCF as a national brand is not as recognizable as Alabama, Oklahoma, Notre Dame, Penn State, Michigan, Ohio State, those schools, USC. Uh, so, of course, because of television ratings, they, they don't want UCF in that playoff. They don't want any of the group of five teams in that playoff. So, of course, they're not going to cover them. So, just because you didn't hear about UCF most of the year and how good they are, or how good the teams they played were this year, Memphis, USF, uh, Navy. Navy. Navy was very good this year. Uh, Tulane very nearly got into a bowl game as well. Did we play Tulane? I don't remember. No, playing. I'm just pointing that out. Yeah, they were in our con- <laughs> they're in the UCF's conference. Um, that's, but, just, that's just sort of me shit story. Yeah, <laughs> Maryland until they lost their, you know, fifth quarterback. Um, uh, well, you know, that will happen. That, yeah. Um, <laughs> so because you didn't hear about them, that does not mean that they weren't good or deserving of being in the conversation or being in the playoff. I mean, they were just as deserving of being in the playoff, in my opinion, as Ohio State, who got screwed out of being in it, more deserving yeah. of being in the playoff than Alabama. Right. That's sort of the bigger, as far as I'm concerned, that's kind of the bigger glaring issue here. Um, somebody had this really great meme, and oh my god, the beautiful memes that came out of this event, Tom. Just oh, so much, so much shit posting. Um, so one of them was, um, uh, it was a division champion zero, conference champion zero, and then national champion one. It's like that doesn't make a lot of sense. It doesn't, but now it happens in professional sports leagues because of wild cards. You sure. know, we've there have been plenty of. Uh, wild and, cards that didn't win their division, but they had to win their uh, conference or their league to get into they, the championship round. So, or they had to have a very impressive schedule to be selected, like what's going on in the NFC South and, and the National Football League. Oh instance. yeah, yeah. But That's, that didn't happen. I'm, no, they had to, they had to have a good record. That's it. It's just done by record. Three of the teams from the NC. Yeah, NC but South. because they yeah. had better records than the other teams, they that, weren't chosen. I mean. No, no. I mean, I, I, what I'm getting at is, if uh, Alabama deserved to be in a larger playoff, is what yeah, I was if going there were, to say. If there were an eight or ten or twelve team playoff, of course Alabama deserves to be in it. Of course, right. That that's my point. Is that it's not that Alabama didn't deserve to win the national championship based upon who and what they are. I think that would be foolish for me to say that. But the fact is, is there were only four slots available, and you would think, you would believe that one of those four slots would be given to a team that actually won its conference. Right. It just, it seems too easy to me. Like, this seems too simple of an answer. Yeah, I don't know, like, Ohio State won the Big Ten. You had the Pac-10 champ, Pac-12 champ, rather, was left out of of the playoff. Who was, was it USC that won the Pac-12 this year? I don't remember. Um, yeah, they beat remember. Stanford, I think. Okay. So, yeah. Um, so, one of those schools should have gotten in. And then, yes, you could talk. You mentioned UCF in that conversation. They won their conference. Yeah. They're the only undefeated team. Uh, they should have at least been talked about. But apparently, every corrupt jerk in that room on the committee <laughs> was like, ah, oh, they're 12. We're going to put them at 12. Yeah, fuck you, dude. Anyway, uh, we'll put a bow on all of this because <clears throat> we've been banging this this monkey for a while. Um, UCF has an official NCAA, well, uh, from the NCAA, an official college football national championship. It's just as legit as the one 
that Alabama won on Monday night. It's just that that one was on television. So there we are. So there we are. So there'll be two banners hung in the fall in two different schools. And that's kind of where we're at with this sport. Now, (laughs) we need to mention that in winning the uh, Power Five championship on Monday night, um, Nick Saban has now won six national championships in college. Five of those with Alabama, all in the last nine years, because that's how long he's been there. Um, Is he the greatest college coach of all time? People are saying that. I mean, people are saying that. Yeah. Is Nick Saban the greatest college football coach of all time? Yes, I said it two years ago. I said it on this show two years ago. No, there we go. Yes. I mean, people are saying it. I, I don't, I mean, he doesn't have as many wins as... Bobby Bowden or Joe Paterno. Uh, he doesn't have as many titles as Bear Bryant, even. Um, yeah, well, we found out one of those yeah. may not be legit, so whatever. <laughs> There's a lot of them that may not be. Anyway, um, but in the modern era, I don't think there's any question. I really don't. I, I think he's he's the best coach in the modern era. He's managed to do it through multiple assistants coming and going. He's had multiple Heisman Trophy winners on his teams. He consistently recruits well every year. I mean, at this point, Alabama as a program recruits itself. It's like all they have well, to do is, is like make is a phone call brand, to the best yeah. players in the country. And, oh, Alabama wants me? Uh, yeah, okay, I'm in. Um, right. So, but I think, I think, yes. I also think that means, does that mean he has anything left to prove in college football? Um... Okay, I know where you're going with this. So, bef- do you want to do you want to just say where you're going with this, or do you want to hear my opinion before we even get to it? I want you to answer the question, and then we'll get into why I'm okay. asking it. Yes, he does. He absolutely <laughs> has plenty left to prove in college football. Because what is my favorite thing on this planet, Tom? Dynasties. Well, no. <laughs> to be to be right. To oh, be oh, to right. Be right. Nick Saban has the opportunity now to not just be the greatest coach of all time, you know, some people's eyes, maybe, who knows, I don't know, yeah, kind of, but to actually just sort of mushroom stamp the cloud around him forever. It's <laughs> really, really, we're using mushroom stamp now. Oh, yeah, no, because we're, we're way above that on this show. I mean, <laughs> oh, boy. Man, Gorfi Dahl's going to be upset when we have him on later. Yeah, you know, you've been you've been banging that drum for a couple of years too. I, I think he's dead now. I'm not sure. No, Gorvidal is not dead. Oh, okay. Sorry. I mean, I don't think I, I think Gorbachev had to die first. Now Vidal. Yeah, anyway, that's neither here nor there. Um, my point to all of this is, you might not have anything to prove, but on the same token, if you're not If you're not winning, you're not trying. If you're not trying, you're not cheating. All this other stuff. But Nick Saban has something that nobody else has. He has the opportunity to go down in history as not just a potential. Is he the greatest? He has a way to actually do it. And, And if you're given an opportunity to be one of the greatest of all time, without question, do you not take that? If Nick Saban wins one, maybe two more national championships, he might not just be the greatest coach. He might simply be the greatest, period. Michael has six rings. 
but nobody wants to mention the fact that you know uh, the Celtics. What is it? The 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 six nineteen sixty Celtics have like seven hundred. So <laughs> his Michael's six rings are cute, but he's not really that high up the rung if you really want to look at it. Well, that goes back to by what measure do you say someone is the greatest of all time? Blah blah blah. Is it championships? Is it individual right. achievements? But um, what, and with so, coaches, so this, it's only yes. wins and championships. It's the only thing they have. So he has the opportunity now to put that entire thing to bed. He can be that guy. He could be the greatest of all time. Yeah, or he could take a new challenge. Ruin everything, like Ric Flair going to TNA after his retirement. Right, he could, exactly. He, he could he take the next challenge. absolutely ruin everything. Now, granted, granted, uh, Nick Saban has been an NFL head coach before, lest we forget. He had some, un, he had some forgettable years with the Miami Dolphins right before the Alabama job. Um, I'm not leaving for Alabama. I don't know where you got that idea. Yeah, three weeks later. Uh, our new head coach <laughs> at the University of Alabama, Nick Saban. Devil. Hi, everybody. He's the, he's, he's the I'm, devil. <laughs> I'm here to win championships and piss people off. Yeah, and he did both. Um, but it, I think the, the, the biggest... Um, the the biggest highlight of his tenure with the Dolphins is the the GM at the time deciding he would rather have Dante Culpepper as the quarterback than Drew Brees. Uh, well, so. when you go and look at the history of, of I those mean, two uh, but guys, but even still, like at the time, like I get it, there were questions about Brees's shoulder when he was leaving San Diego. But like seriously, man, like seriously, like Dante was on a reconstructed knee at that point. The second one, and he didn't have Chris Carter and Randy Moss to make him look good. Or yeah, precisely, precisely. There's um, there, there's uh, wrestling had Chris talk. Chris Chambers Re- and Ronnie Brown. So yeah. tells you wrestling all you need talk. to know. Yeah, real okay. quick. Yeah, okay. If you're in the ring against a performer of you know world star proportion, um, they will make you look <laughs> much better than you really are. <laughs> of course they will. But why are you bringing up the NFL at all, Tom, when talking about Nicholas James Saban Esquire? Well, it's funny you ask. Uh, there's speculation now this week that speculation. Nick Saban may be a candidate for the head coaching job with the New York football giants. The hell you say? Ah, uh, the hell I say. Evidently, Bruce Arians, who's the recently retired coach of the Arizona Cardinals, uh, said that Nick Saban covets the New York Giants job. Uh, he's an old Bill Parcells guy from way back. Uh, he also coached with uh, Belichick in Cleveland many, many years ago. Um, Cleveland. And... <laughs> what is now Baltimore? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Browns fans. Um, Are you really, though? <laughs> not at all, really. Yeah. <laughs> Such <laughs> God. Um, so he apparently has long wanted to be the coach of the Giants. Now, do you really think he's going to go coach the Giants, Rick? Do I think Nick Saban is going to go coach the Giants? Um, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> you don't think he wants an old broken down Eli Manning and and that that defense that needs all near complete reconstruction and. 
The wide receiving core that's destroyed by injuries. And not complete autonomy and um, God-level status. Yeah. I don't know. Why Why wouldn't you want that? I mean, God level status isn't quite what it used to be. So. <laughs> On the one hand, I could have God level status. On the other hand, I could go make my life an absolute misery. <laughs> um, shit, I don't know. I got a couple of white walls coming in later. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, so no, he's not going to be the coach of the Giants, nor is Bill Belichick, no matter what anyone says, no matter what that ESPN article says about Tom Brady and Bob Kraft resting control of the franchise from Lord Darth Belichick. Um, <laughs> that's, and, and, and that's another thing. No, shut up. All right. Listen, the, the, the Patriots are a dynasty. They, no they, question. Six is they, it five or six Super Bowls now. And how many have they appeared in seven, eight and like (laughs) Tom Brady truly is LeBron James in that in the last 10 years, a NBA final has not had LeBron James uh, has always had LeBron James in it. Yeah. That's the same thing with Tom Brady. Yes. I I mean, they've won. What did, what did I hear the other day? They've won like not I, since Tom Brady's been Belichick's quarterback, they've only not won the division once. <laughs> yeah, like seriously. <laughs> and that was the year that Matt Castle took over, and I think they got the wild card that year. Yeah, I think you're right, and that was because Brady was injured. It wasn't right. he played poorly. Exactly. Like, everyone loves to go on and on about how Bobby Cox may be one of the greatest baseball managers of all time. Yeah, I mean, because he, he won 14 the, straight won- division titles. Yeah, like 13 or 14 division titles, right? In a row. Yeah, that's great. Way to go. Proud of you. Proud of you, Bobby. You did good. Hey, he went to three World Series. Sure did. Sure did. (laughs) Doesn't doesn't make him that good, dude. (laughs) He only won one of them. So winning your division by itself doesn't necessarily mean that you're one of the greatest. But he's, he's done more than just that. Brady, Belichick, I guess Bob Kraft, too, since he owns the place, whatever. That is not going anywhere. And anyone who tells you differently is trying to fill time on their radio show. Yeah, that's exactly it. That is exactly it. Um, yeah, despite despite Belichick apparently being upset that he was forced to trade Jimmy Garoppolo to the 49ers, which I can understand being upset by that because you're basically mortgaging your future. Uh, to keep Tom Brady happy, if this article is accurate. Um, because 40-year-old Tom Brady claims he can play for five more years. I don't know if that's um, the case, but Bob Kraft believed it. Well, okay, hang on. I, I have something for that, too. Um, until Tom Brady is no longer Tom Brady, I'm going to keep giving him the football. Well, yeah, obviously he proved this year he can still do it at a very high level. Um He's he's named to the Pro Bowl. He won't play in it because he never does. I think it's well, hysterical. No. There's the commercials are on TV now for the Pro Bowl because it's here in Orlando again, and mm-hmm. they're showing footage of like the great players in the Pro Bowl, and they're wearing their Pro Bowl uniforms. But the footage they show of Tom Brady throwing a pass is from a regular Brit Patriots football game because the man hasn't actually played in a Pro Bowl in a decade, maybe because. He's always in deep in the playoffs and doesn't want to play in the Pro Bowl. 
Well, that and you know, you and I have been have been trying desperately to recreate the Pro Bowl in our image, which we think would do much better for the sport. Yes, the um, Bowl. Just have a skills competition and call it a day is what we've always sort of said. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Um, Tom Brady shouldn't play in. in no, <laughs> no, he shouldn't. Of course not. But it's. I just found it funny that they had no footage available of him oh, yeah. in that uniform because, yeah, the man's too busy to play in it because he's busy in the playoffs. Well, Tom, you you seem you seem unimpressed or not sure that Thomas Brady can go into his fifties playing no, uh, professional nobody football. Nobody can. I don't care how good your diet that you're trying to sell a book about is or your how you know whatever bl- cord blood you eat uh, in order to stay young and healthy or stem cells that you ingest I, no no you're not he's not going to be at a high level in, when he's 45 and approaching 50 it's just not going to happen period now will he still be a serviceable quarterback at that age maybe given his current rate of decline one could look at it and say all right yeah 5 years from now he's not going to be you know, 35 touchdown pass a year, Tom Brady. But if he's uh 20 touchdown pass a year, Tom Brady, and he's able to manage the game, I, I would buy that. I would absolutely buy that. Uh, But Jimmy Garoppolo could have been, I mean, you look at how he played with the 49ers. He took a terrible team and went four and one. Hang on. Just everyone needs to just back up the Jimmy Garoppolo train just for a moment. Yes. He took a terrible team and went four and one with them. And that is very good. Well done, Jimmy. Good, good on you, sir. You, you certainly didn't do terribly. That is fantastic. You also were playing at the end of the year against teams who weren't trying anymore. And that's not that true. Oh, it's true. No, it's not. They were playing against some contenders at the end of the year. Oh yeah. Like who? Oh, we're going to find out now. We'll yeah. This handy yeah, go handy. Ahead. This handy-dandy device in my hand that will help me do that. Yeah, use the entire internet and let me know what happens. The entire internet. You You pick up all of the internets and you let me know what's going on, okay? All right, so Garoppolo took over in what, week 12, week 13? Um, Yeah, I think so. All right, so let's see. In week 12, the 49ers... Uh, okay, they played Seattle in week 12, but oh no, he didn't play in that game. He played the following mm. week. Okay, so it was week 13. So week 13 was Garoppolo's first week. They played the uh-huh. Bears. Yeah, yeah, that's a team that's definitely in the playoff hunt. They played the Houston Texans. Oh, another team that's absolutely steaming towards a national title. They played the Tennessee Titans. That's a playoff team. They beat them. One, one, yeah, that's that, that's true. They got one. Uh, they Absolutely got one. The Jacksonville Jaguars beat them by 11 points. Yeah, the Jaguars had wrapped up the NFC South at that, or the AFC no, South. No, they had not. They didn't wrap up the AFC South. They had clinched a playoff spot, but they had not wrapped nah, up the division. They, they, they didn't win the division until spot. the final week. Well, they had clinched a playoff spot though. So and wasn't uh, the as in pressing. the final week of the season, they played the Rams, who had and locked up everything that they. No, they beat the Rams. Um, they had well, locked they up to? everything they were going to lock up at that point, though the Rams. But who'd they lose to? Because he went four and one. Uh, they lost to. Um, I didn't see. Hang on. Mm-hmm. 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 It was mm-hmm. one. 
of the bad. It was one of the bad teams because they beat the, all the playoff teams they played. <laughs> Uh, let's see, week 14, oh, they beat Houston. Oh, I think they lost to Seattle. His first game, they lost to Seattle. Oh, I thought, I thought we agreed he didn't, they didn't play Oh, he Seattle. didn't play in that game. You're right. I'm sorry. Okay, so he beat Jacksonville. He beat Tennessee. They beat the Rams. It's two. It's three. They beat the Texans. Four. They beat the Bears. Five. Five and oh? Maybe he's five and zero. Oh. He's five and zero. Oh. Five and zero oh against how many teams that mattered? Three, honestly. Well, okay, honestly. two if you because you can't count the Rams because uh, they weren't trying at the end. <laughs> well, they weren't. They had nothing to play for. So how many? Two, Jacksonville and uh, Tennessee. Mm. Anyway, <laughs> I don't. I don't necessarily think my point is clearly made here, but um, it's very muddy. But uh, I see a point forming underneath the silt somewhere. <laughs> Maybe you know, don't start, you know, bra rawing him. Just All right. Well, yet. here's here's the thing. There, there's. Okay. I get. I mean, the Patriots have been good every year, so they never have a pick outside the top. 20 like and they usually trade down because of that so they don't don't ever really pick in the first round Um, so your 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 point is that they've got to find it right this might have been their only shot at having somebody to be the logical successor to tom brady now uh there was no jimmy garoppolo is a free agent now at the end of the year so there was no way they were going to pay him the kind of money he's going to command to stay so i get why if brady planned to play after this season they had to get rid of him, but you don't, those quarterbacks are not easy to come by, especially starting quarterbacks. Oh, really? Cause I can think of one. Are you thinking of Colin Kaepernick? No. Oh, okay. believe it or not. I'm not. Cause okay. I don't think Kaepernick would fit into their, uh, their <laughs> no. system in new England. No, <laughs> I, I know of a team that currently has two. Oh yeah. Quarterbacks. The Vikings. Well, come on now. <laughs> Let's let's be fair. <laughs> they have they have two guys that together create one quarterback and then a starter. That's what they have. Who, wait a minute. Who are you? Like I don't understand. Are you Wh- thinking of the Minnesota Vikings, Rick? Yes, yes, yeah. But wait, wait. So which one is the starter the right now? Is Case Keenum? Okay. Yes. Yes. And then they have Teddy Bridgewater and Sam Bradford, who together, yes. who together when they when they join forces. Their powers <laughs> combined create captain quarterback. There's only <laughs> one. They only make because because they each are good for about a half a year before they get hurt. So that's one guy basically. It's mean. It's a mean thing to say, Tom. It's true. No. All right, let's move on. Right, I'm, yeah, I'm tired we'll of talking on. about football. Well, they're not moving. They're, those guys aren't going to the Giants. The Giants are going to wind up with uh, some coordinator. That's how it's going to go. Anyway. Let's move on from football um, to uh, the Olympics. and The Olympics, Tom? Yeah, we never really talk about the Olympics except to say how much we don't care about it. But <laughs> <laughs> Hey, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. I actually care about the Winter Olympics. I think they're fun. Uh, okay, fair enough. But every time we've ever mentioned Olympics in a rundown for this show, it's been, did anybody watch the Olympics? 
Okay, that's true. <laughs> because <laughs> that generally true. we don't talk about them till they're over, and we look back and go, "Meh, who cares?" Because <laughs> we we are such high society. We are. We are the trendsetters. We are. <laughs> we are the 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 people who who create. We are the, the dreamers. We are the dream makers. Yeah. We, are the... we create the zeitgeist. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, German zeitgeist. People have, people have the jokes now. <laughs> Someone make the jokes and make the hand party over them. <laughs> anyway, um, so uh, evidently North Korea is going to send a team to the Winter Olympics <laughs> in South Korea. Yes, that Korea, everyone. <laughs> and so, um, and it's a recent development just within the last week, really, because the two countries decided to start talking again. Yeah, yeah. I wonder what brought them together. You know, aside from fear of mutual mutual annihilation. Does this this reminds me of? Do you remember when Bret Hart and Owen Hart had that falling out, and apparently, like they made they made peace over the like Christmas holiday, and then they like had a tag team together right after New Year's on some event. That is very specific, Tom. Yeah, I remember <laughs> that storyline for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> Okay, I I do not remember that. That said, I'm certain it happened. <laughs> yeah, it happened. I remember it. But that's what this reminds me of. Like, and it blew up. Eventually, Owen Hart went heel again. So, yeah, oh, look at you, industry terms. <laughs> what I use face and heel correctly. We've used them on this show before. <laughs> I'm just proud of you. It's all. It's just watching my new baby. Watching my baby walk. You know, he's been doing it for months, but still, it's nice. <laughs> okay, whatever. Um. <laughs> anyway, that's what I think is happening here. It's like the two brothers, they made up because mom made them. And now, and, and one of them's going to turn heel again very soon. <laughs> I, I, surely, I have no idea what you could be referring to. Well, I mean, to. you know, there's all this speculation that, like, the North Korean Olympic team now is going to be loaded with, like, suicide bombers. Or, <laughs> like, 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 that's like an episode of South Park at that point, if that happens. And it's not going to happen. But they're also probably not going to qualify for the Olympics. No, but that's probably because they consider meth to be a cure-all instead of, you know, a horrible, debilitating disease, uh, drug. But uh, anyway. Anyway. Um, I, I, I like, think it, does this shock I think you? it's interesting. It, it does. It's stunning. And it's also wonderful. We, you know, we love to go on and on about how sport can actually change the world. And, you know, how, how if you, if you, build a team, a real team of people who can come together. We love that story. Who doesn't love that story? Who doesn't love the Mighty Ducks or the Jamaican bobsled team or any of those great movies where a group of people come together and they, you know, win a championship or Rudy made a tackle for God's sake, Tom, a tackle. A sack. So, it's a tackle. Um, it is. Yes. Anyway. I think it's a wonderful story. I think this is great. I think it's it, it is it is just a little bit of that palate cleanser that we were looking for that never came in 2017. So now 2018 gives us a little just just a just a, a chef's kiss of a palate cleanser where you could look around for just like a minute and a half and go, the world isn't really that shit, is it? Yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> did you just make an amuse bouche reference? Maybe I did. What's your point? <laughs> Got beef? Got no. ish now? No, 
Uh, no. All right. I'm just I'm I'm flabbergasted. That's all. Oh. Look at look at all it these shows, words. It shows a command of the culture that I didn't think you possessed. Oh, fuck your mother. <laughs> How dare you, sir? How dare you, sir? I am nothing if not a cultured gentleman. Mm, I once saw you down a half of a buffalo chicken sandwich in one bite, sir. I do not disagree. It happened. <laughs> Things, decisions were made. Choices came about. All right, let's. How do you feel about this, Tom? Ah, uh, okay. Naysay McShit sandwich think, over here. I think this means nothing in terms of world affairs. I think this is way less significant than people think it is. I think it's it's North Korea wanting attention, um, which is their whole thing. They're the, the world's the world's forgotten little brother in their own eyes, and so this is another way for them to get attention. And that's it. Uh, it's not um, of any significance. They're not going to win anything at the Olympics. Um, it's not because they don't have the. They don't have the organization, I think, for large-scale doping like Russia has. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, come so on! They're now. not gonna. As, they're not gonna win anything. <laughs> as much as you would like to just pin that on Russia, I can think of some other countries. That I can probably... too, but they're all way better organized than North Korea. That's <laughs> so all. that they can get so away I'm with. So I'm saying, it. like, it's it. Like, it's not. You know, their their doping facility is like something that would be slapped together with cardboard and duct tape. Like it's not, it's not Ivan Drago in Rocky Four caliber here. He, I love that sequence. So much. Isn't that fantastic. If you look, like, what makes less sense today? Okay, <laughs> Ivan Drago taking roids to prepare for the boxing match, uh -huh. or the entire Hackers movie. I've never seen Hackers. What? Well, shit. All right, never mind that. <laughs> I, I I guess we should just... Well, this has been those two jerks. <laughs> We're packing it in now. <laughs> That's it. Tom never saw Hackers. Game's over. Yeah. It's over, man. Rick, Game's over. Rick quit. That's it. It's done. I did. I did. It's what I do. I quit. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. So, so yeah, I don't think it's, it's globally significant, but it's going to give people something to talk about for a while. <laughs> oh, my God. Should they even let North Korea in? Oh, what's going to happen? That's what's gonna. That's what it's gonna be, and that's it's. Fuel, I mean, yes, it's fuel for the media fire, and that's it. Pearls do get clutched on a regular basis. So. Oh yes, yes, indeed they do. Um, such such clutching of pearls. <laughs> so we have one more tidbit, sports tidbit to talk about, and that is this very interesting uh, lawsuit that's now going on between the U.S. Army and a professional sports team. Who would have thought this would happen? Everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so the NHL's newest expansion team, the Vegas Golden Knights, are being uh, uh, sued, in a sense, by the U.S. Army over a trademark, infringing on their trademark because the Army's parachute demonstration team is known as the Golden Knights. But... Okay, so why is that a big deal? I mean, there there are names of teams. Like, aren't there, like, the St. Louis Blues or then – I'm trying to remember. They're, like – there are teams in the NHL that are that are also in the NFL, right? 
Um, NHL to NFL, no, but you have like the Cardinals in both baseball and there football. There we go. I knew, I knew if I grasped the Giants the are in both football and baseball. Um, yeah, if I grope around long enough, I find something. Now, granted, those uh, in, in terms of the Giants, they were from the same city at one point. Um, but but my point is, is that can't be that big of a deal. What does no. one have to do with the other? Why well, would there be a lawsuit? Well, the Army uh, takes issue with the logo, the color scheme, the name, of course. Um, one of their pieces of evidence uh, says is a quote from the Golden Knights owner, the hockey team's owner, who is a West Point grad. Evidently, interesting. <laughs> he wanted he wanted the parachute team to come in for a team ceremony. Then. Also apparently wanted to call the team the Black Knights before the Golden Knights, but, quote, concern from Army officials caused him to change his mind because Army's college football team is called the Black Knights. Right, and he didn't want to have any shit with the current, well, you know, no national champions, the UCF Knights, formerly the Golden Knights. That's right. They were the Golden Knights for about 20 years. Um, so, you know, he doesn't want he doesn't want that hell. now of course the vegas golden knights uh dispute the claim um the army says its big concern is that people are going to think that the government has something to do with the hockey team oh yeah yeah that's because we don't want that that doesn't happen in professional sports at all so you know (laughs) and then the the hockey team says they are not aware of a single complaint from anyone attending their games that they were expecting to see the parachute team and not a professional hockey game. Now that is an excellent rebuttal. Like honestly. it's pretty good. I mean, it's pretty solid. Like no one shows up to the arena in Las Vegas thinking, Oh, I paid $35 to go see the parachute team. No, no, that's not happening. <laughs> oh, is the parachute um, team going to parachute against the LA Kings tonight? I came here specifically to see a parachutist i'm calling my lawyer how dare they not parachute in (laughs) so we'll see what happens the um there's a deadline uh for the golden knights to respond or they risk losing their trademark it's a whole it's a whole thing this sounds very dumb. Like, honestly. No, it's incredibly dumb. It's incredibly dumb, but that's why we have to talk about it, because it is so dumb. <laughs> it is so unbelievably dumb. On both parts. Like, you couldn't come up with a better name for the hockey team than Golden Knights. The, the fact that they're called Vegas and not Las Vegas aside. Um, oh, I didn't know that. I didn't oh, know that yeah. I, uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Their geez. official name is the Vegas Golden Knights, not Las Vegas. Not the name of the city. Vegas. Why? What is the point? Of, what, because they are the official the hockey team of the old Robert Urich television show Vegas, and not the city of Las Vegas. That's the only thing I can come up with. That I don't understand any of this. None of the sudden, like I didn't know that they were called literally the like. I just assumed everyone was just shortening the name. Oh no, ah. no, they are the Vegas Golden Knights because you know Vegas, baby, Vegas. What happens in that, Vegas um, stays in Vegas. So it's all about I'm, I'm, marketing. I'm going to change my opinion on this. Fuck these guys. Fuck <laughs> them in their ears. You're not that rooting is... for the army to win the lawsuit. 
Well, I was always good. I'm always a military man to begin with. Everyone knows that. But more to the point. No, fuck that. Fuck all of that. No, no. You're lost. You're from what? How many other teams do this? The Indianapolis uh, Vikings? Well, I mean, no, nobody does Tam- that. They do it in Tampa. Tampa Bay. That's not a city. That's the area. The Tampa well, Bay but area. That's, that's a more like everyone knows Tampa Bay. <clears throat> or like the Carolina Panthers. They're in Carolina. Well, they're in North Carolina, but they want to be the team the for both of the Carolinas. So, can, well, listen. You think people from South Carolina and North Carolina wouldn't get together to watch a football game that's basically on the border, anyway? I mean, you're right, but I'm just saying, like, they there are teams that the New England Patriots. It's an entire area. Yeah. Well, they used to be the Boston Patriots. Oh, that's stupid. <laughs> Like, they were the Boston Patriots until... Tom, if given the opportunity, wouldn't you get away from the name Boston? Uh, I mean, for a lot of reasons. <laughs> I, I'm going to let... See, you see, I can be a nice guy. I can, <laughs> I can help. See, how, see what I did there? You can be generous. I did that, I did that for you, Tom. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. You know, you know how, do you know how dirty I feel having to have sung the praises of Bill Belichick and Tom Brady earlier in this show? Like, I feel I need to go shower, like, in the crying game now. Like, I'm going <laughs> to just shower for days. Doesn't make any sense at all because those are really good. T- you know what? That's fine. Let's 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 move on. <laughs> We've talked enough sports. I, yes. I don't know what to talk to you about anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's up anymore. I, right. I, I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> uh. Well, okay. We'll move on to the geek stuff, nerd stuff portion of the show. And, uh. The first thing we should probably discuss, Rick, is mm. Watchmen, the television series. Oh, right. The television series nobody asked for and didn't know was happening. I forgot that was happening, Tom. <laughs> That's correct. HBO is developing a, a, I don't know if it's a limited series or an ongoing series uh, based on the Watchmen comic book produced by Damon Lindelof, noted noted hack and ruiner of franchises. Oh. Jesus Christ. <laughs> what? What? Yes, the business is strong with fight this me. One. Yes, fight good. me. Watch Star Trek Into Darkness and fight me on that. I will never disagree with you that Into Darkness is a good is a good movie. It is terrible. I will never disagree. Damien has done some good stuff though. Well, Ultimate Hulk versus Ultimate Wolverine was a lot of fun. Took All right, that's a comic book. It doesn't count. Ca- that doesn't count. Whatever. Whatever. Does not count. Anyway, you were no. saying before I rudely interrupted you with logic and facts. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> You're harming my narrative. I'm spinning I'm spinning a web here. <laughs> Stop cuz I just I'm got weaving, this image. I'm, I'm in weaving my head. A, I'm weaving a dream. I got this image in my head of you like descending with like <laughs> like a wire coming out of your ass. Out of my ass. Because that's how spiders do it. Uh, so okay. I've got this like image in my head of you actually creating. <laughs> how do you know I'm not? I don't. I know I'm a little scared. <laughs> so did anyway. you just like inception that into my brain? I did. <laughs> my God. My God, Matt. I did. Um, all right. So, so, so the all right, so TV show. During the week, there was the Television Critics Association uh, meeting convention. Um, HBO's president said he'd gotten his hands on the pilot, Damon Lindelof's script for the pilot of Watchmen, and he calls it, quote, amazing, and that he imagines they will shoot it this year. 
That's really fantastic. Now, this guy has no reason to say that outside of just sheer artistic appreciation, right? Oh, yeah. No, it can't be because HBO is paying for this. It can't <laughs> so be are you telling me HBO desperately wants somehow to get into this superhero game? Are you telling me that the guy who greenlit this is saying that what he saw was fantastic. Yeah, the guy whose job it is to help market the stuff his network's about to do mm-hmm. is touting heavily something his network is about to do. Perish I feel the as, thought. I, I feel as though that there is something amiss here, Tom. <laughs> yeah, he has complete credibility on this matter. Unquestioned objectivity. <laughs> no one will question my objectivity. <laughs> no, of course. He's he's not being objective here. What's he going to say? Like, if he's asked about it, he's going to say, hey, well, Lindelof turned into a piece of shit. I don't know what we're going to do. <laughs> like, Listen, really? This is all, this is all terrible. Like, I don't know what we're doing. Like, I got this Just... script the other day. It's a mess. It's like a 500-page <laughs> mess. I don't know what to do with it. I gave him an extra $130,000 to shut up. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> We bought him a whole case of action figures and said, go away. Here's, here's 130 grand, sweetheart. Leave me alone. <laughs> oh, That's the going I, see. I see the reference now. That is the going <laughs> hush money rate at this point. First specific services granted is all I'm saying. <laughs> There's a menu, Tom. Yeah. Yeah, I bet there is. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. Terrible. Um. So, so what do you think about Watchmen? Like, I, I, <laughs> well, that's that's been my question all along. Do we need this? Like, do we really need this? As a fan of Watchmen, we had the movie, the Zack Snyder movie, which is far from a perfect movie, but as an adaptation of Watchmen, it's pretty damn close. I mean, it's, pretty, it was- it's as close as one could probably get in live action. I would think. And I was I was always a fan of that movie. I I really honestly liked it. I, I did too. I did too. Like I said, it's not a perfect film. It was definitely not a mainstream crowd-pleasing film, but then again, the book's not either. No, and that's always the point of the book. And don't forget the movie was mired in, you know, production hell for, for God knows yeah, how decades. long. Decades. You know how many drafts of that script I have on my hard drive right now from over the years? Why do you have any drafts at all, Tom? Because uh, I, I like to read scripts, especially when I, they go through multiple writers and drafts. I like to see how they evolve. It's a it's hobby. Kind of crazy. It's a that, hobby that's, of mine. That's it's not. Hey, that's you not what play Hearthstone. Touche. <laughs> okay. We all that got our thing. That is also a giant waste of time. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. An enormous waste of time. Oh come now! You gonna watch this? You gonna watch this sack of crap when it shows up? <laughs> <laughs> I probably will. Yeah, I mean, well that's, well, that's like that's what being a geek is all about, isn't it? That we bitch and bitch and bitch and bitch, and then eventually we show up and pay the money anyway. <laughs> Which is why we is. still. It's why Hollywood continues to turn out pablum. Like it's just like man, they're gonna eat it. Like I, we don't have any incentive to to t- increase the flavor. They're gonna still eating it. So here you go. Press the button, rats. Here's your pellet. <laughs> Eat the tripe. Eat the goddamn tripe. Exactly. I'm watch you while you do it. Stare at you. <laughs> yeah. There's no. There's no. Uh, there's no changing it. Like I mean, yeah. Of course I will. I'm curious, and I liked the book. And look, to be honest, everyone who's ever read the book said probably the better way to adapt it is as a multi-part 
series on television. So, but I mean, like, again, in order to get closer than the feature film uh, to the book, one's going to have to basically do a word for word adaptation. And I don't know well, how people are going to receive the like five episodes in the middle that are all the curse of the black freighter. Like, I don't know how that's going to work out. Yeah, people need to remember the Curse of the Black Freighter is an it was an animated feature that you can actually buy, um, which is what I did. The crazy extended version of this movie, right? Where they work that, it in where it was in the comic book, right? And it's six and a half hours long. So is it really? Yeah, or it's six hours somewhere around there. Oh it's, my god, it's, it's a long, long movie. But it's why wouldn't it be? I mean, the director's cut, um, if you didn't know, is like three hours long to begin with, right? And then the Curse of the Black Freighter was like uh, two and a half hours in and of itself. My god. But, but yeah, I mean, people are going to yeah. be like, oh, uh, this Watchmen show is pretty great, but I don't know why it went to this whole pirate thing in the middle. What the hell is this? <laughs> well, you see, you got to set up this narrative about the end of the world and what it really means. Um, what other geek <laughs> stuff do we have, Tom? Well, uh, in, in the continued uh, head-scratching practice of studios releasing stuff about tentpole movies uh, overseas <laughs> before they release it in the States, um, Sony uh, released some first looks at its new Venom movie starring Tom Hardy at the Brazil yeah. Comic Con. Yeah. We got a photo yeah. of Tom Hardy as Eddie Brock, and we got like a poster or some key art, whatever, um, and the hashtag we are Venom. No, 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 Tom. That's we are hashtag Venom because oh. I, 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 I don't fucking know, but that's... I that's the part of this I don't get. I, I, the, that unfortunately, Rick, is the only part of this I get. Oh, please explain. Hollywood is not creative. It is their job to be, and they are not. Hollywood marketing people are like, oh, that's a thing they say in the comic book, right? We are Venom, so uh, well, uh, we'll just do the Venom as the hashtag though instead of we are because it's easier for people to search. So when they type hashtag V on Twitter, then Venom will come up, and then they'll be. You know, they'll know what we're talking about. First of all, if you ta if you start a hashtag V uh, looking for Venom stuff, you you would better not be on a work computer. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> all right? So many inappropriate icons. <laughs> I'm, I'm just trying to help. Okay. Yeah. I'm, no, I'm not being an ass. I'm just letting you know. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, we are Venom, of course. If you're a fan of the comic, that's a big deal. That's really cool that they're going with that. The hashtag is, we'll say, ill-advised. Okay, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, fair enough. I think the whole movie is ill-advised, but whatever. I don't know about that. Only because you know how much of a Tom Hardy fanboy I am, and I'm yeah, willing to sit through but it. Did you like Star Trek Nemesis? Yes. Oh, you sad, sad man. I enjoyed the movie that you... <laughs> Do mentioned know, do you know um, why i'm mentioning it tom hardy is you know picard's little version of himself spoilers hey oh yeah spoilers from a movie from 20 years ago that no one's gonna see ever uh, yeah, no one saw it then that's yeah, for <laughs> damn sure um i um i'm not sure what to make of why they're releasing this stuff now outside of i have one thought and that is they want everyone to know, no, no, absolutely, we're moving forward with this. Don't worry, it's it's definitely happening. Everyone relax. That's my thought. 
Um, yeah. There's a lot yeah. of there's a lot of people in the comic book movie industry right now that are just sort of like, eh, is this happening? We don't know. You know kind of uh, that's what I'm seeing and hearing from the show. I mean, specifically, like think about how many movies are sort of not maybe happening anymore. Like and not just DC stuff. What about the Hasbro universe that? Okay, never mind. Or the, you know, <laughs> the, the the dark universe with the mummy. Again, yeah, we're no one no one saw not. the mummy, so canceling that. So maybe there was a lot of people that were like, "Is this even going to happen?" And then it's uh, happening. They're shooting. Yeah. It. It, uh, do you think that's the reason? I don't know. I mean, I I just think the doing a Venom solo movie that will have no tie to Spider-Man is just silly to me. That's all. I, I just like, I get that they're adapting the whole lethal protector storyline. And uh, what's the other one? Planet of the symbiotes. Those are the two storylines they said are going to be in this movie. Um, but there's no Venom without Spider-Man. Like that's there's how no Venom. Point. There's, yeah, it's there's like, no it's point. like when they made the steel movie with Shaq and had no tie to Superman. There's no, there's no steel without Superman. That's where he came from. And Deadpool for all of the giggles and all of the yuck yucks and all of the comedy, even though none of them are in it, he is constantly referencing the other X-Men. Right. Like Colossus is in it. Like there, there is a, you know, a tie, but yeah, you're right. Like he's, he's referenced Wolverine like a million times in that movie. And it's important. Like that's important. What is my, what did I, you remember what I told you? My favorite part about uh, Batman and Robin is that they mentioned Superman. They, they, that this is why Clark works alone. He says Superman. And, oh, I thought he said Clark. No, he says this is why Superman works alone. Yeah, no, I guess saying Clark would have been too too difficult for the normies to understand. So exactly. fine, whatever. But that's that's not my point. My point is is that they made sure to reference Superman or Clark or whatever. Right, and because... they do it in Batman Forever as well, where they mention Metropolis. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's a good point too. Um. So that's important to nerds for us to be able to go, ah, 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 that, that you, you can't sit here and tell me that watching a comic book movie, you haven't like heard uh, an Easter egg or something and go, ah, <laughs> right. And maybe there's one of those in this, who knows? Maybe they reference Spider-Man, but the fact that Tom Hardy is so much older than Tom Holland, I, I don't see how they could possibly reference Spider-Man in this and have it make any sort of sense where it ties to Venom in the way that Spider-Man traditionally does. Um, now, the photo that we have of Hardy as Eddie Brock, because we haven't seen him in the costume yet, because I imagine it will largely be motion capture. Shocking. Um, yeah. I mean, <laughs> uh, he has a reporter's notebook in his hand. And IGN zoomed in and enhanced the photo to find Easter eggs in the notebook. Because they're assholes. Because that's what nerds do, and they need clips. Yeah. Um, and I'm looking at it right now, and he has some questions written down in here, like, how exactly does the Life Foundation go about testing its pharmaceuticals? What about the accusations... No, hang on. I got it written down here. What about the allegations your empire is built on? I don't know what that even means. That's... Well, that's probably referencing the big bad of whatever the story is. Right, well, be. the Life Foundation is, yeah, that's what they're saying, is that the Life Foundation is the big bad, and in the comic books, the Life Foundation creates the other five uh, 
symbiotes. Oh, you want to know something? Like, I honestly didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't either until I read this article. But apparently, um, they, yeah, they create the, they create like an army of, or they're trying to defend against an army of invading symbiotes. And they create like five, like ones that are way more evil than, than Venom. Okay. All right. <laughs> eh, sure. Great. Eh. I, Sir, I, I still think this movie's going to suck. Can't wait to get my Carnage movie in X. That's that's uh, going to, you know. Oh, you know that, that'll happen. Yeah, sure, of course if it will. If this makes a I, dime, it will happen. Yeah, I'll be honest with you, Tom. I really don't want a Carnage movie. I, I don't really want a Venom movie. Like, I don't not really. Not terribly. No, put him in a Spider-Man movie. That's fine. I don't think, I think, I think there's a certain segment of the population, 90s kids like us, yeah. That are obsessed with Venom. Oh, he's so cool. Because he, he came out of like that silly, like anti-hero explosion of the 90s. Like, oh, mm -hmm. the Punisher's awesome now. And Wolverine is like way more dark than he was in the 80s. And and Lobo and... Uh, and Thanks a lot, Todd McFarlane. And Spawn and all this other <laughs> horse shit. And it's like... Dude, those were characters of a time. You remember them being cool because you had a cool Venom t-shirt in 1994, and when you were 13, it was like wish fulfillment to read a comic book where the hero kills people because that got your little lizard brain and your pubescent head going. Like, Venom is not a, a interesting character at all, period. Just not. The concept is somewhat interesting in that it's the symbiote, and then it can move from person to person. But you know what? They did that in the mask, and the mask was not interesting. Whoa, whoa! Jim carries the mask. Oh no, I mean the comic book, the mask. Oh, all right, yeah. The movies, the movie is a classic. And oh, son of the scared. mask, man, just, just, just took it to the next level. I'll tell you. Really, really, son? Oh yeah. I mean, look, you yeah. think Jim Carrey was good? Jamie Kennedy, he's a genius. You feel good about what you're saying right here, Tom? Oh, no, I don't. I don't. In fact, oh. I'm, just, I'm goading <laughs> I you. <laughs> I didn't know what I'm, you were doing here. I'm, tro I'm trolling you. I'm, I'm dragging my net and just trolling you. That's all. <laughs> I wasn't aware. You didn't properly <laughs> set up the shtick here, Tom. <laughs> I, was, I was a little, I was shticklish. I didn't know what was shtickless. happening. <laughs> so I, we'll see when this Venom thing comes out. I'm sure we'll get a trailer at Comic-Con or during the Super Bowl or what have you. Um, I don't know, whatever. Just, yeah. Just what the fuck ever. You'll go because Tom Hardy's in it. I'll, well, I was going to go because Venom is in it, but yeah, yeah. and also Tom Hardy. Yeah. You'll, you'll be well, the guy, me, you'll be me... the guy in the back row with the, the jacket over his lap. That's for sure. Um, but also like, I'm not, I, I'm going to, I'm going to change my tune a little bit here. That's not entirely true. Um, I, uh, amongst our show. I am the one guy who constantly is not sure of any of this stuff and for better or for worse. Um, I will go out of my way to ignore what everyone else is watching or reading because I don't know, maybe I think I know better or whatever the reason. Um, I, this movie is going to have to be like, it's going to have to at least interest me for me to go. Um, I don't know if that's going to happen. That's the thing. The trailer is going to have to be really good because you're definitely not getting the normies to go see this one. Unless the trailer's, no. unless the trailer's awesome. Because they're going to be well, like, what, is it Spider-Man? 
Is it not Spider? Like what? I don't get it. He looks like Spider Man, but he's not Spider Man. Like they're not gonna the, know what the hell that is. Yeah, but they also there's also the Harley Quinn side of things. Yeah, but you like Harley Quinn has been consistently popular, especially over the last decade of the we'll call them for lack of a better term the Sheldon generation. Oh, yeah, where you know it's oh yeah, I like that stuff too, man. Yeah, you know, like no, oh no, man, you're right. I really like Star Wars. I really like I really like comic books, dude. I used to read them when I was a kid, and uh, I love the movies. <laughs> like, eh, yeah, those folks know who Harley Quinn is. Like, also because she's been on T-shirts at Hot Topic forever. No, but, it's true. Uh, like, they don't know who the Venom is. Maybe they know the logo because the logo is on T-shirts at Hot Topic. But I don't think they know. Like, from looking at him, they're like, what is he, like, evil Spider-Man? I don't get it. Yeah, we'll they're gonna, The we'll trailer's going to have to look really cool. Yes. And even for me, I admit that that's true. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, boy. All right. So, as we roll on into the third segment here, and we do have another tidbit of comic book news uh, to tell you, and that is uh, a few episodes back, we talked about Brian Michael Bendis leaving Marvel after uh, basically running that universe for yeah. more than a decade. And going to DC, and we now know uh, the first time Bendis will be uh, dealing with Superman, and that will be in the upcoming Action Comics number one thousand. Woo! He's Action Comics one thousand, which yep. isn't actually Action Comics one thousand because they renumbered it because reasons. Um, but that's well, yeah. Yeah, I wanted to ask you about that. So all of the Action Comics issues when they renumbered did they count those in the numbering yes. okay so they yes. they skipped to what would have been the next natural number had they continued the old numbering system when they went back to it right so and like they it, went it, to like what was it like 900 or something then they went back and renumbered they started with number one during new 52 right right and got got up to what 20 something and then they jumped to it was like nine nine twenty whatever when they restarted again um, it was a little bit higher than that. Uh, right. I'm just, I'm throwing numbers out of there, out there at random. I don't know what the exact number is, but that's, that's what they did. Yes. So this would, is still the 1000th issue of action comics. Well, yeah, it's just not sequential. And that makes my nerd brain angry. I, and I can understand that because as you're trying to organize boxes of back issues, that can be frustrating. So basically what it is, is it's Action Comics Volume 3, and they started at, like, Issue 950 or Issue 970 or whatever ah, it was. you're being technical. There have been 1,000 continuously produced monthly issues of Action Comics for the last 80 years. That's right. In June, Superman will be 80 years old. And I imagine that is around the time Action Comics 1000 will be released. <laughs> I wonder how they figured that out. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, but uh, Brian Bendis is writing a Superman backup story. It will be the secondary story in that that mega milestone issue. So if you're a Bendis fan and want to see what he does with the world's greatest superhero, um, Action Comics 1000 will be your first chance. How do you feel about that? You're you're Mr. Superman. Uh, you know what? I love Bendis's run on Ultimate Spider-Man. Um, I think... Its success was a double-edged sword for Marvel, um, at least in my from my perspective, because comic companies, and DC did this with Jeff Johns, they have a tendency when a, a writer has a successful run on a flagship book 
they start putting him on other big books. And then the, the universe starts to have too much of one voice. And so, mm. and with Bendis, Bendis's dialogue is very quippy and wordy and that works for Spider-Man. It could work for Deadpool or other characters that for which that works. It doesn't work for Wolverine or Captain America yet. They had him write Avengers and he wrote so many of the big crossovers and it was like the whole Marvel universe then suddenly became Bendisy and all of the dialogue was like, they all sounded too close, too much alike. And that Jeff Johns, it was the same thing with Jeff Johns and DC for me. Okay. Okay. So, but I I don't think he's not talented. I think he's very talented and I am curious to see what he does with Superman because let's face it, like every Almost every kid, every kid who dreams of writing comic books dreams of writing either Superman or Batman or both because they're the two oldest ones. Like those are the ones that like, that's the Ferrari. That's the, they're the, those are like the New York Yankees of comic superheroes to write for a writer. When you get into write Superman or Batman, that's like the pinnacle. I'll give you all that. I'll absolutely mm-hmm. give you all that. I, uh, I'm interested to see new blood. I don't necessarily know if that's going to get me to start reading Superman oh, yeah. comics Yeah, it certainly again. won't get me to start buying comics again. I may buy that one issue, but it's not going to get me to monthly subscribe again. That's not happening. Well, nobody's doing that, but... Well, yeah, but I mean, I don't, I don't like Bendis enough for that to be like, oh, Bendis is writing for DC now? I want all his books. And eh, no. <laughs> it's just not... It's just... It, it's hard to want that book anymore the, that that magic something that ooh, ooh here's that book again it's just w- what is there on the shelves that is going to you know grab your attention i don't know i, I don't I even know to, i subscribe to about a dozen books which sounds like a lot until you know my history um <laughs> you're like the guy that smoked five packs a day and now it's down to one yeah, it's like, listen, I, I used to have a problem. Now it's very managed, you know? <laughs> I can quit anytime I want. I never said that. I never said I would. <laughs> Moderation time. <laughs> yeah, that's it. You're a social drinker now. <laughs> well, sir, what, what else do we have on, on the old agenda? Or, or have we managed to get through another month, uh, week talking to each other? Well, uh, we have uh, the release date for Shazam has been confirmed. It is April oh. 2019. This movie's oh. coming whether you want it to or not. Oh. Everybody open your mouths. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, no, oh, that's the line, huh? That is really? the line. Yeah, that's the line. <laughs> Shut up. That's the line. Now, what I want to know is, will DC pay us all one hundred fifty thousand dollars to not talk about? Sorry, one hundred thirty to not talk about how bad Shazam is. What makes you think that a movie? Oh, wait, that reminds me. Yeah, Solo comes out in like three months. Yeah, May. Yeah, May. <laughs> where Where is the buildup for We're this? We're gonna movie get well. Time? There. That's That's funny you mentioned that because <laughs> I, I was just talking to Stat Boy Tyler uh, yesterday. Yes. And he's yes. like, you know, you completely missed the whole solo key art and Lego sets being leaked last week. And I'm like, I didn't miss them. Like, <laughs> I, I intentionally left them out. Like, they. So what happened was some key art uh, that was purportedly for the solo movie, illustrations of Han Solo and Lando and the Millennium Falcon and Chewbacca uh, came out. And at first they were like, oh, it's leaked art from the movie. And then Disney's like, nah, that's not ours. And then... 
somebody did a little digging and it came from Disney's licensing company in Russia. <laughs> so damn Russians. So yes, it is in fact tr- uh, uh, official art. And then Chernobyl, uh, not, Chernobyl art. <laughs> and then not long after that, um, we got photos of and information about the Lego sets, which contained the boxes had this artwork on them. Um, the big takeaway from all of it is that the Millennium Falcon looks different in this movie, which of course the nerds are freaking out over. Um, you know how the Millennium Falcon has the fork at the front of it? Sure. Uh, in this movie, it's closed to almost a point at that end. Um, Lego is calling that set the Kessel Run Millennium Falcon. Um, oh my god. Are we... Because we're going to see that happen in this movie, I'm sure. Um, oh my god. But, um, <sighs> you know, my thing is, this is a prequel. Han Solo himself says he's made modifications to it himself over the years. So it doesn't surprise me that the thing looks different when he first comes in contact with it. Like, no, okay. no, no. And that's it's like, not oh, they're I'm, rewriting Star Wars history. Oh, my God. That's Come not on. what I'm freaking out about. Okay, what are I you just freaking re- out about? I just realized that the Kessel Run is absolutely going to be something that they're making this movie for. Yeah. I It only now, like, seriously, Tom, it only now dawned on me that that's why this movie is being made in part. <laughs> to quote Jack Black on the Tenacious D record, think about it, man. Think like, about it. Everything. Like the uh, Star Wars, the uh, Rogue One. It's because of the one line in. Yes. Well, I've, I, I, that's exactly right. Right. And... That's what this is. It's like, oh, all of these things that hinted at a larger universe. Yeah. We're making movies about them now. So. Yeah, sc- screw you guys. Yeah. Like, hey, you're going to, you know, see that whether you want it or not. Um, <laughs> it's, it's just one of those moments in time, Tom, where suddenly the moon and the stars all get out of the way. And I, I see, you know, I see the sun in front of me and say, Oh, <laughs> oh, this is, this is what's happening. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I see. So, um, so yeah, look up the photos. If you haven't seen them, um, just Google Kessel run millennium Falcon. You'll probably see the Lego box. Um, it's pristine. Like it's very, it's does not look nearly as old as it does in the other movies. And it's got the fork is closed at the end. Now, the fork is there, if you've read any of the visual dictionaries, for cargo containers. So they can push cargo containers around. So maybe initially it was not a cargo ship. We don't know. I guess we'll find out. Um, <laughs> you sound so excited. I don't I? Um, I You're a Star Wars guy. You're I, Star but Wars I'm not guy. really a Star Wars guy. Like I like Star Wars, but on this show, I'm Star Wars guy. But that's what I'm saying. Yes, that's what I. On, it, it, compared to you and I, you are most certainly Star Wars but, guy. Okay, that's fair. I'll take that. Um, I, I guess we'll get a trailer during the Super Bowl. That's the only thing I can figure. Because, but maybe we won't because of all the reshoots. Maybe they're, it's not ready. But the thing comes out in May, so it's coming. It's coming. They're going to make that release date because they already pushed it back once. Nah. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. So nah. that was that was the other little little two nah. little things. Was we have the Shazam release date, uh, which contrary to what you say, that thing's happening. Uh, <laughs> no, contrary to what I hope, Tom, there's no, a difference. Fair. Uh, whatever. <laughs> Whichever it is. Uh, it's going to happen. Uh, <laughs> and then this solo thing. So, Rick, now we come to the point where I ask the questions. And the first question, sir, is what's pissing you off this week? This one is actually kind of personal. Um, what's They're not pissing all? me off? 
sometimes we can, you know, make jokes in the ha ha's and the yuck yucks. Okay. But um, this one, this is, this was not a good week for me for one reason. Um, overall, this was a very fine week, and I have no major complaints. But Monday night um was the UCF uh, block party celebration, oh, uh, yeah. where uh there was a big event that was happening uh in Church Street. If you're not familiar, it's a section of Orlando that a lot of us uh, are. I don't know, happy to go to, I guess. It's, it's whatever a lot of bars reason. and restaurants and stuff. Right. I um I initially was all in about going to this. I thought it would be a lot of fun. I thought it would be cool to, you know, take part in a UCF Knights victory party, very literally. I thought everything about this was going to just be awesome. And um then I I we got to the day, the Monday that it was going to happen. And I started, you know, seeing reports that people were already lining up to like they was going to start at six. And then it turns out now they're going to they're going to go ahead and just do it at like five and then four. And people were lining up all over the place. And I started to really like like freak out. I, I don't really know why. And sometimes I get a little weird around um, uh, lots of people. And I started to like get like overly concerned about finding parking and then having to walk somewhere. And I know you and I were supposed to meet up, but when am I going to see you? Are you going to get off work on time? Do I have to like find some of my fraternity brothers that are downtown? Is it going to be safe? I really got worked up about this, and Is ultimately it be I told safe. Yeah, well, I, terrorist attacks, Tom. Oh Lord. Okay. I, I'm not. Ta- I'm not. Uh, saying you're not saying, saying it's rational. I understand. Right. Yeah, I got you. Um, or, or not, not even terrorists. Is it going to be safe? I.e., is some drunk asshole going to punch me in the face or something? Am I going to get into a fight? All of these really stupid thoughts just rushed into my head, and I, I, I canceled. I couldn't do it. I hate that. I, I hate that. That that's a part of me. I, there's nothing I can do about it. It's not something I can control. Maybe with um, medication and uh, and and uh, seeing and get, seeking therapy for it, I would be better off. But it was looking back, you know, with reading back over the text messages I sent you and just getting away from the entire scenario. It's it's a lesson in a little bit of actual mania, like like genuine crazy. And it, it just it makes me it makes me angry. It makes me sad. And ultimately, it just it pissed me off and it made me disappointed in myself. Sucks. Missed out on the party. Yeah, um, I you know I didn't go either because you were the only one I was going to go with. Um, I didn't have anybody else to go with, so I went home after work. Um, but I wasn't entirely upset that I didn't go. A friend of mine went and put up a Facebook Live video of the beginning of the party, the trophy presentation, and that started at the time they said they were going to the whole all along. The only thing they did was they added a replay of the Peach Bowl game on the front end of it. Um, for people that wanted to rewatch it and get amped up for the pep rally. Um, but I watched them, you know, get the tro- get one of the trophies, and um, there were an estimated 7,000 people on Church Street that night. It's um, a lot of people for that little That's a lot of people in a small area. Um, yeah. So I can't, I can't say that I would not have been, that I would have been entirely comfortable there also, because I just don't like having to navigate through tight, groups of people like that like it just drives me it makes me angry um i don't get anxious about my safety or anything i just people in large groups are stupid (laughs) (laughs) people are dumb panicky animals and you know it as well as i do yeah and it's the truth like i don't no truer words have ever been spoken i think um 
and it's so large crowds just just make me upset. Um, large crowds plus alcohol. Yeah, that too. But I don't think I there were no reports that it got really rowdy. Um, no, there wasn't. You're right. So I don't I don't think that would have been an issue because it was also intended to be a family event. So I don't think there were like street beer vendors like you would have had to go into one of the places to get beer um, and they don't let you walk around with it outside. So I doubt there was a ton of alcohol. What was really cool, though, I found out was the folks at the Prince George Journal, that newspaper in Virginia that awarded the Knights a national title. They mm-hmm. sent staffers down here oh, to, cool. to sell commemorative editions of their paper on with the Knights national title on the front page. They printed about a thousand copies and they had people lined up and down church street selling their paper uh, to the fans. I thought that was a really cool gesture that they would send a couple staffers down here for the celebration to make money. Well, I mean, but they did a like they, they did a limited print run of commemorative UCF. Like, <laughs> look, man, they for somebody, make, for they a, did it to make money. Of no. course they did. Of course, no one does anything for any other reason in America. But the fact that they, a paper from Virginia, recognized UCF is nice. That's all. But yes, I, no, that's true. I'm being an ass, but yes, that's true. But you, you are also correct. <laughs> Like, <laughs> they sent them down here to make money. And, but, I mean, they're selling those papers for, like, a bucket. Like, they were going to make, what, $1,000? Like, not a lot. Oh, they had, like, a commemorative one that you could buy online for $25. That was a, that's a hardcover book the Sentinel is pimping, the Orlando Sentinel. And it's, it's a collection of all of the stories that they did about the Knights throughout the season. Hmm. So, and they've actually marked it down now to, like, 10 bucks because no one's buying it. Well, that's, you know, that's UCF football in a nutshell. Well, I mean, look, who wants, who wants a collection of newspaper stories in a hardcover book? Like, not uh, many this people. Is 19, this is 1968, isn't yeah, it? Exactly. Like, yeah, there's, that's not, there's not really an audience for that anymore. <laughs> not when that shit lives on the internet forever. Um, anyway, it was, uh, it's, I'm, not, I'm not upset that I didn't go put it no. that way and i also had gone i went to the parade at disney today yeah before. the parade looked cool but yeah, tom, the parade, tom, the parade was fun we're very we're very we're, we're, we're focusing a lot of my insanity but tom what's pissing you off oh boy um let's go with ennui 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 sadness yeah well no boredom oh well also okay fair enough <laughs> um and and it's it's not for lack of things to do. It's just a matter of I've had this sort of there over me for a little bit now, like okay, not mm-hmm. long, a couple weeks. And what that generally leads me to do is I fall down a video game rabbit hole. <laughs> and uh, like it's it's a it's a vicious cycle. So we have like we have the the video game and we have the 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 cloud and the cloud leads me to the video game and then the video game keeps me from doing things and makes the cloud larger. And so it just, it just feeds and I get upset more because I'm not doing anything. And so never ending cycle. Yes. Yes. <laughs> However, what has come out of it though, is the game I fell down the rabbit hole for is the new South park game, the fractured, Butthole. ah, yes. Which is a sequel to the stick of truth RPG, which this Correct. comes with for free. Um, yes. It's fantastic, the game. It's hilarious. It's like being in an episode of South Park. And for someone who hasn't watched a full episode of South Park in many years, 
it's pretty awesome because it's getting me like up to speed on everything that's happened on the show and all these new characters like PC Principal. And, yeah. <laughs> which I think is hilarious. Um, there's a whole mechanism in the game where in the middle of a battle, if one of the villains says a microaggression, you can get extra. <laughs> if you hit a button in time, you can get extra an extra free hit on them for the microaggression. <laughs> Because you've you've be, you've trained under PC principle to be a social justice warrior, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> like it's it's funny in that way, and like uh, they you know the the part of town where the the microbrewery and the new restaurants are is called Shitipa Town because <laughs> like like Soto, but you know it used to be the shitty part of town. Well, wait, but why is this pissing you off, Tom? Because it piss, it pisses me off because the game was fun, but like it's kept me from doing things i need to do which is making me upset um you know it's like oh you need to rewrite your script eh, but i gotta get to you know i gotta go help cartman with this mission like eh, no no you really don't need to um you don't have to but eh, it's a two-edged sword this is my life <laughs> this is my life it's just constantly, I, i'm, I'm constantly sure just beating myself up over the fact that i choose to do one thing over another basically I, I'm gonna let this one go. <laughs> hey, you're in the mouth of my madness now. Like <laughs> we're good. It's cozy. <laughs> yeah. This is this is this is how I live now every day. It's like ah, yeah. You should be you know putting those dishes away. Ah, I gotta go help Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess I I guess one might lead to the other, but uh, Tom, what? Yeah. What did you learn this week? Ooh, boy. I learned I have a long way to go. <laughs> <laughs> it's a hard road ahead. <laughs> uh, yeah, I definitely learned I have a long way to go. And uh, I also learned that it is apparently very difficult to find a transmission for a 2007 Volvo. Uh, <laughs> My transmission went on my car two weeks ago, yeah. and it took them over a week to find a working transmission for my car. They found one within a day, and they're like, oh, yeah, no, it didn't test well, uh, so we have to look for another one, and that took a week. And supposedly, I'm getting the car back today. I need to call them and find out. Um, but yeah, in the same day, my transmission went three blocks from my house, and uh, my garbage disposal started leaking all over the kitchen. <laughs> so it was, that was a fun day. <laughs> so that's what i learned rick what did you learn this week uh god what didn't i learn this week um i learned that uh i learned just yesterday that if given the opportunity i can go to the mall and function as an as a as an actual adult you went to the mall i well i live very close to the altamont mall as you're as you're you're well aware um it was friday night and I had gone off work. We, we, it was a payday, so that's cool. And um, I went to the mall because I needed new shoes. And I've, I've honestly been needing new shoes for since before Christmas. Um, and maybe probably since October. But I've been wearing like these same beat-up pairs of shoes that either stink or are giving me no back support whatsoever. Just any number of really not good things. But... Uh, whenever I went, I either didn't have enough money or I was trying to save up for something or, you know, whatever the reason. Right. So I go to the mall and I go to the first shoe place that they have there 
And uh, the guy's like, oh, is there, you know, anything I can help you with? And I said, no, I'm just looking around. And new sneakers are bloody expensive. And I forgot about that. Depending you know how much on, I want Yeah, to... if you go to the mall, yeah, they are. Well, even online, like I, I saw some for like 30 bucks. I was like, okay, $30 is reasonable. But man, you walk in, they've got this one pair of Nikes, man. $220. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, they can get like, yeah, when you get up into like the the athlete endorsed models. Yeah, those they're not cheap. I almost picked up a pair of Clyde Drexlers. What? Yeah. Yeah. Adidas has these Clyde Drexlers that are uh, they're black and they've got like gold uh, hue to them. And, and, and they're Clyde Drexler. Clyde Drexler is 147 years old. <laughs> I'm glad I could give you that today, Tom. <laughs> I mean, really? <laughs> so I ended up getting a pair of $90 um, a, a, a Reeboks that were marked down to 30 and then I got 25% off because it was like an end-of-the-year like deal, and I felt really good about myself. And then, uh, I, and then I did something uh, incredible, Tom. Uh, I went and got a haircut. I'm so... I'm so... Uh, I'm I'm inordinately happy for this, but like more happy than I should be about it. I think. But go ahead. Uh, I sat down. Uh, there was a stylist at the Regis in the mall that I knew, and I, she had she had worked with uh, my hair before. And I told her, pretty matter of factly, that um, it was time to move on, and uh, that I was going to need a new look. And I know exactly the look that I want. Um, I know what, what I want my hair to do. I know how I want it. It's going to sort of be a, a bit of the current style undercut uh, once it's all said and done that a lot of guys are going to. It's very fashion forward. A, a lot of dudes are, are doing the same. They have the same look. <laughs> I like it. Makes me happy. Makes me feel good about myself. Do you know what I hear when I hear anyone say fashion forward, especially a guy? Tell me. Flock of seagulls haircut. Like, yeah, no, it's it's that's that's a reasonable thing. I mean, you're also an <laughs> asshole for saying that, but, but that's, that's reasonable. That's where it's going, right? I mean, that's it's like the Fallout Boy circa 2005. Like that's yeah, that's, that's what I, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. No, it's not about me trying to look more distinguished and grown up. Do, if, uh, you're, if you're doing fashion forward, that doesn't mean grown up. No, it's just it's just what a lot of the guys are wearing now is a variation on the undercut, and also. I'm going to just let my hair grow the way it does. It's going to be gray now. It, so, it, oh, you were dyeing it before? I, I, well, that was part of the reason why I was, I was having, I was cutting my hair in a mohawk. Oh, you were just I'm, keeping the black parts and cutting all the gray off? I mean, it, it worked out pretty damn well, didn't it? <laughs> That's hysterical. <laughs> the only parts of your hair that remain its original color is just a strip right down the middle. A mohawk. Oh boy. Well, I'm glad. I, I for one am glad the mohawk's gone. Why? Because you're too old to have a mohawk now. <laughs> Call that's, me a child. That's why. No, I'm just saying you are 35 years old. And <laughs> the, it's, it's time. Like it's getting to the point where like you're getting to the territory of guys with mohawks at a certain age are the guys who still work at the pita pit. Like that's and you don't still work at the pita pit, so are they hiring? Do you happen to know? Tom <laughs> Tom. Yes, Rick. How would people get a hold of us? Well where where are we? They could what find do we us do? we're on the Twitter. 
We, we still use the we use the Twitter machine. <laughs> what? <laughs> you're over here giving me shit for being old, for being old guy, and you're talking about the Twitters. I'm giving and you the... shit for being old guy trying to look young. That's what I'm giving you shit for. I have All embraced right. my oldness since I was 13. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Take yeah. that for what you will. Um, <laughs> you can find us on the Twitter machine at those two jerks. Spell out the word two T W O. You can also reach us via the series of tubes that make up the internet via email. Those two jerks at gmail.com. Uh, we're on the Facebook, the book of the faces, facebook.com slash those two jerks. Make sure you like the page. You'll get all the latest updates on new episodes. Uh, you'll get, you know, geek news, big sports news. Um, you know, it's, it's just, it's good to, to like our page, get us in that news feed. You never know what, uh, what you might find that is entertaining. You can find all of that at our website, those two jerks.com. If you have a question, comment, complaint, uh, you miss Rick's Mohawk. You don't miss Rick's Mohawk. Uh, you're happy about the Venom movie. You want to see a Carnage movie. I don't know. Anything you want to talk about. You can leave us a voicemail, actually. If you dial 321-76-JERKS, you can leave us a voicemail. We will likely play it on the show. Uh, unless you call countries shithole countries, then we may have to edit you. Um, then we may have to vote you back into office. Oh, well, <laughs> we may not, but some might. Uh, <laughs> anyway Rick any final thoughts for the people um, I would say this if you're going to drive drunk make sure you have a beer in hand okay I don't know if that's good advice or not but um, <laughs> it's something it filled the air so <laughs> For the Sussman, Rick Actually, Sussman. wait, wait, I got, a, I got a better one. I got a better okay, one. Okay, okay. It's important to remember that just because Tom and I run the Those Two Jerks Facebook page, it does not mean that you're specifically talking to me. <laughs> I found that very amusing this week. <laughs> and you notice I did not do anything to dissuade. No, and why would you, honestly? <laughs> I had to I had kind. to I had to fight every temptation <laughs> to sully your good name, sir. <laughs> the prankster in me was very angry. <laughs> I squelched <sighs> <him>. anyway. <laughs> For the Sussman Rick Sussman and the Vabsent Chris Boo, I am the Tom Alexander. And until the geeks Stop complaining about the Kessel Run Millennium Falcon. <laughs> we will remain those two jerks. See you next time. <laughs>